0: This week's episode of the Pretty Neat Podcast is brought to you by you. That's right. If you'd like us to promote your content or your store, let us know by going to the com and click in the mailbag.
1: Hello. Hi. Look at you with your hair.
0: <laughs> Look at you with your skin. Yeah. Now, there you are. Oh, hey, there
1: I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you make it look fucking good. And I mean, Thanks. some some dudes can't. and I'm sure you've been told that before. I
1: <laughs> My wife looked at me the other day and goes, you look weird with hair. Thanks.
0: I mean, I, I remember when you had short hair. Like yeah. The, like the deep fry party. Uh-huh. Yeah. You had short hair back then. I did. You rocked that well, too. Nah why would you say that
1: well because it's true
0: ah uh, it's the man who wears it
1: Well, oh, it's better bald for
0: sure yeah yeah well you got a great beard
1: i recently trimmed it i had it i had it going pretty thick for a while and then just kind of you know not full on but but calmed it down a little bit
0: sure sure i uh did that no shave november thing just end
1: i guess on the first it will <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you not shave during november
1: i i was planning not to and it got to a point where it was untenable so i had to
0: sure yeah uh same for me same yeah for me. but uh you know hey fellas touch your balls check for lumps that's uh no shave november is what it's all about yep it's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast.
1: There's, is there a Sawyer on Lost?
0: Yes, there is.
1: Okay, so one of the last Rams, I think actually the game Ryan and I went to together, Sawyer was there. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was that one.
0: Oh, that that actor?
1: Yeah, yeah. Not no, the character is not real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yes, you. it was. Thank you. It was definitely him, Josh Holloway. No, James Ford is no, no. Josh oh, Holloway. What the fuck? Josh Holloway is his actor. Yeah, is the actor. Yeah. Ryan was Josh Holloway at the Rams game we went to
2: uh josh holloway is the gentleman from lost correct yes yes i don't recall him being there who (laughs) then was it jeremy renner it was tommy lee for sure
1: oh yeah tommy lee and his huge dick (laughs) um i'm pretty sure it was also the guy from lost okay it very well could have been jeremy renner was at the last one i went to and the rock was at the the very first one i went to it's been a good run, Rock. Nice. Yeah. My favorite thing is when Kawhi and Paul George show up and they show him on the big screen and they get booed. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> well. Because uh, if okay. Justin Herbert went to a Laker game, which is the equivalent, he would not get booed. Laker fans have more class than that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's just a Clipper thing. It's just a Clipper thing. <laughs> People hate the Clippers, even in L.A. <laughs>
0: I'm not even in LA anymore and I know that that's true. I
1: went to a Laker or to a rather a Clipper playoff game and it was only 70% full. It was it was real synaptic. Youch. Yeah. yeah oh, is get...
0: Power Slap on? Can we can we live with Power Slap? Uh, it says tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern that isn't, isn't that in... now? No.
1: Yeah, because it's 6 p.m. Pacific and it's almost 7 here.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, what when's not? Yeah, 9 p.m. Eastern, that's eight here, that means it's almost over. Oh, <laughs> at least for me. Uh, we get Matthew McConaughey at the uh, UT Longhorn. Games. Hi there,
3: can you hear me? Yes, what's
1: that? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's that's nothing. Uh. <laughs> that's nothing. Get not only OnlyFans. Actually, you know what? No, it's not. Hang on, let me make sure I'm muted. <laughs> Don't say anything for a second.
0: Welcome to the pretty neat podcast.
1: All right, I'm muted. So that's a that's a a virtual work meeting I got coerced into joining. I was told I did not have to speak or turn my camera on. So that's what that was.
0: That is occurring at this moment.
1: Yes. So I'll, I'll keep you guys updated.
0: And I, Dom, I love you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So thanks. good. <laughs> That's how we do on the Pretty Neat podcast. <laughs> Ryan, you look good.
2: Thanks, man. Feel rockin', good.
0: Rocking the beanie today. Look good. Feel yep. good.
2: Look good. Feel good. Got a Boba Fett beanie, and I'm wearing an alkaline trio. Tie-dye uh, s- sweater thing. I yeah. love the cold season. I, Decorated, I, I, feeling festive. Got I wore up. a
1: sick jacket all day today. A nice. sick jacket?
0: Oh, yeah. I have a NASA jacket. Because I'm an astronaut. You're and not. I'm, I'm also the host of the Pretty Neat Podcast.
1: <laughs> Nor is anyone else, for that matter.
0: Uh, I'm Aaron. <laughs> nice to meet wow. you. <laughs>
2: are we getting back are we going back to flat earth is that what we're
1: doing <laughs> I mean what do you, did we ever leave what do you what do you mean hey,
0: yeah it's true we we have to, we have to address the elephant in the room right, right now which is um, knock knock
1: who's there not Henry Kissinger
0: <laughs> for not Henry Kissinger, Henry Kissinger. <laughs> no, you're years right old. Dom <laughs> I know damn <laughs> yeah. Now that that's out of the way, we can move on with our lives. I thought he was dead. I thought he died like a decade ago.
1: Uh, I... No, just now.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I- I'm going to say this honestly. I I think that Henry Kissinger could be in this room with me, and
0: I wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> I just know Monty Python sang about him in the 70s.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, that's about it uh who else is a host on the pretty neat podcast so that the listeners know
2: i'm here yeah this 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 guy who's he's uh two-timing virtually right now (laughs) who says he can't be omnipresent
0: that's true (laughs) oh it looks like he actually has to say something (laughs) what if they're like dom you took us off moot okay good okay good you took me off moot (laughs) okay good hi ryan hi yeah that's uh
2: that's
1: me i'm the last of the uh tripod you know
3: you're still on mute
1: i'm i'm real sure i'm muted but i'm like (laughs) a little concerned that i could get
0: well, you can fired. hear them, right? They're not talking. Well, so I,
1: I had to turn it down so you guys can't hear them. Super oh, tentative. Yeah, yeah you're, makes you're, sense. you're like, I think I'm on mute. Let's talk some <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> let, me, let me just start saying all kinds of wacky stuff.
0: Well, as long as you can hear them and they're not addressing what you're saying, didn't you're good. sound
1: like they were. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> It's a real <laughs> chance I'm unemployed tomorrow morning.
0: <laughs> well, I think I know. Um, I, kn- I know how you could become a, a referee for high school sports.
1: Don't even get me started on the referee stuff. <laughs> My new referee service. They're like, yeah, cool. We'll do it for more than three times the price. Oh,
0: oh okay. Well, I expect three times the correct calls. We'll see what happens. Yes, we did. My,
1: my little box on my phone here on this Google Meet is showing all of the same things that the other people are muted, but I'm still concerned. Oh well,
0: <laughs> I'm concerned now. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do. Um, we did not connect last week happy thanksgiving because of thanksgiving happy thanksgiving to you too uh that also means that we have a re-recap of brendan allen and the bear jew is there anything worth discussing from <laughs> I was gonna say, do we <laughs> do
2: we have a re-, re recap of Brendan Allen versus Paul Craig? No, Other have... than it was far more dominant than I imagined it would be. It really was. That's complete complete control. Now there was a uh, there was the tense moment right when Paul Craig switched and used that calf slicer and then tried to go to a leg lock. That was that was, that was fun to watch, but uh Brendan Allen calm cool collected defended and just went went about his merry way yeah and he he got a submission against a guy who has submitted a ton of people in a division above who yeah. everybody all the commentators said was the bigger fighter and you know looked a little bit more physically imposing but he had no leverage against Brendan Allen whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good.
2: I'm I'm stoked to see what Brendan Allen can do.
1: Is Brendan Allen good or is Paul Craig just not as good as everyone maybe thought? Probably a bit of both. Yeah, probably. A bit of both.
0: Yeah. Very much so.
2: Thing with Paul Craig, he's he's in his mid thirties and he's going down a weight class. That's that's usually not the best thing. For uh for, for further in your career, I mean it, it's worked. It's worked in certain instances. I, you know Michael Bisping comes to mind. He went from two hundred five to one eighty five and became a champion. But there's Daniel also Cormier. probably Cormier went up.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> correct.
2: Uh, yeah. Rashad Evans went down. Rashad Evans went two hundred five to one eighty five, but he he definitely didn't look good. Mm-hmm. uh we had
0: i mean tj's classic but he didn't TJ. win and he didn't win yeah no the same i guess that's kind of what we're saying he's not an exception to that
2: yeah, yeah so you know we'll we'll see what what it holds for brendan allen he gave him somebody in the second half of the top 10 i'd be interested in that
0: yeah 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 cool. and then michael morales I mean, what else can you say? He looked great. Like, he's he he he's got it. He'd be a fun I'd have, one.
1: To... I'd have liked to finish here.
0: Yeah, it was kind of expected. I think Jake Matthews is just really tough. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's is a he a CKB player. guy? Uh, I believe so.
0: There you go. Michael Morales and Brendan Allen would be good climb the ladder candidates. Probably Brendan Allen more so because he yeah. is such a submission threat that there are some people who would throw ground and pound in at middleweight that I don't think would get past him. So he Brendan
1: be- Allen, I think, is a better one. Yeah. To climb the ladder with because he's ranked eighth right now. Brendan
0: um, Allen is
1: mm-hmm, at middleweight.
0: Oh, interesting. It's they're not showing up on this.
1: Hamzad is ranked ninth.
0: Oh, yeah, there it is. They didn't display his ranking on the results page, but they do on his number eight. That surprises me that they have Kamzat at ninth. But maybe well, it crazy. shouldn't. Yeah, ha- Hamza
1: Chemaev is his name, right? Because <laughs> that doesn't seem right, but I guess he didn't look that good against uh Gilbert, Gilbert Burns uh, Kamaru, or
0: Camaro, well, yeah,
2: yeah. Camaro is also coming up a weight class, so really the question is who is Kamzat beat in the top 15 at middleweight?
1: Nobody, nobody, <laughs> yeah. Fucking nobody, yeah. He's not even fought anybody, he's fought.
2: Some he, he went back and forth initially with the UFC. Like the thing that sticks out to me, he beat uh Gerald Mearshart the third in like 15 seconds, and that was that middle yeah. weight. But Gerald Mearshart is he's not in the top
1: 15. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> is what is what is Chimaev's like signature win?
0: Probably that one. <laughs> uh, well.
1: I mean, he beat Gilbert
2: Burns. That's a pretty that's a pretty good victory. Even though, like, that was
0: it. It's not pretty. Kevin hotly Holland. contested. It, I mean, Kevin Holland was a great submission, but
2: wasn't that also the the Nate Diaz fight the the Nate Diaz fight where all the the last yes. two fights got mixed up two seventy yeah, or whatever? Yeah, th- throw that throw that shit out the window. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I don't know why it doesn't want to load his fights. It's a conspiracy. But you know what else? It kind of just made me notice that Camaro is not in the middleweight rankings. Why would he be? I mean, when I guess that's true. He lost to Kamzat.
1: He's still number
0: one at welterweight. Yeah, yeah. He 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 took a middleweight
2: fight on a week's notice. Yeah, <laughs> he, he. I don't think he's a middleweight fighter. He has not Fair announced enough. himself going up to middleweight. So. I wouldn't put him in the rankings either.
0: Fair enough. Uh, So Chase Hooper, Jordan, monkey, King Levitt. I mean, uh, Jordan Levitt is like he's going out there to compete in the sport of martial art mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> he just doesn't have that kill. You know, it's just not there. And the thing is, is Chase Hooper doesn't either, but at least he looked like he wanted to win more than he wanted to play. And uh, he looked good.
1: Me- meant more to him, right?
0: Certainly. Certainly. And Jesus, Peyton Talbot is uh, an interesting addition to Bantamweight also.
2: You know, we were commenting about his uh, circle tattoo, right? On his midsection. Yes. 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 <clears throat> He's got the same. He has it on the on his back as well in the same spot. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so, All he right. just he just has a cylinder,
0: right? No, that's really,
1: that's really cool. that's really
0: cool. He's he's t- he's taking Ray Longo's punch <laughs> a hole in his fucking chest way too seriously. I think I think that
2: guy could be fucking a superstar. Like we're talking, yes, Sugar Sean O'Malley status. Yep, Peyton yeah. Talbot.
0: Yep. yep, he's just so young and talented. Uh, certainly a big up and comer. He's got the look. Uh, he seemed very genuine on the mic. Um, so you know, Ian Gary's wife might be on the lookout.
1: <laughs> what for this guy? Oh, uh, do you not know about the Ian Gary's wife stuff? No, you're gonna
2: have to enlighten me. Par- is she? Is she I don't, uh...
0: We're not picking Ian Gary in the next one because he's gonna be too out of breath from drowning in all of this.
1: I don't have like command of the material enough to
0: I do like t- tell
1: you the story it's pretty bizarre it's also apparently not true
0: what no. part of it
1: <laughs> the part where her ex-husband like lives with him and he's basically like some sort of cuck that that apparently is not true no that Ian Gary was a cuck yeah
0: yeah Whoa. no <laughs> no but his his wife now wife literally wrote a book uh, for how to be a wag, which is the wives and girlfriends of athletes, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, like
2: a very common British term yeah. know, for uh, for footballers.
0: Got it. Like my so. guy,
2: Erling Halland. Halland. Yes. <laughs> Man, have, have you seen that fucking bring, guy? Bring that shit full circle. <laughs> have Six you foot seen four, him new play? Norwegian.
1: I fucking love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And, and I'm going to say it. I love a super athletic huge white guy. I can't help myself. <laughs> I I it's not I'm not anti super athletic black guys or or in the case of soccer latin guys not even a little bit. It's okay. just there's so few of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? TJ T. Watt, JJ Watt, Nick Bosa, Max Crosby, there's really none of them in the NBA. Um hockey has a lot I suppose. Um but very <laughs> few football players. By that I mean soccer, are six four, maybe some goalies, but he's like thick too, and like fifty four all contest goals last year. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, that's my little Holland.
2: No, you're right. You don't see a lot of towering like strikers or forwards, mm-hmm. so that's that's a that's an anomaly. She literally wrote a book. That's how to be a wag. Yeah. yeah, she did. In what year
1: did she write this? It's an older book, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, something about uh, where is it? 2012. There
1: 2012.
0: So, obviously, she wrote this, and uh, Dylan Dennis shared uh, her DMs, like trying to connect with him on Instagram from five years ago, like right around the time she would have been meeting Ian Gary and uh. And, of course, Ian Gary no longer runs any of his social media. No. And she's now his manager and social media manager to shape his online persona. Um, and then, like, it was revis- revisiting his attacks on Neil Magny for, like, being perfectly innocent in his comments. <laughs> so it was, uh, It's he's been uh, having a really rough go of it. I feel bad for the guy almost. Uh,
2: yeah, but I mean, that was his choice as well.
0: And she's to, twice to... his age. Like, she's she's definitely a cougar. She's in her 40s.
2: So, hey, <laughs> you knew what he was getting into.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's good at her job, whatever it is.
2: Whatever that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but Peyton Talbot... Watch out for uh the wags out there. And uh uh man, Mick Mikdebek Orlbai, the guy who's also looks like he can't pronounce his name. Uh, he's very confused by it. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking awesome. <laughs> he was really yeah. entertaining.
2: Kyrgyzstan, what's up?
0: Yeah, and I called that Brito. That was that was all me. <laughs> so our
1: Our six pack didn't do all that well.
0: No, it didn't. No,
1: no. It's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. Yeah. What do we get? Do we get three? I think we got got three. Three Three on Mm -hmm. the
2: three of the six. Hey, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to break through through this
1: week. Are we? We're going to break through. This is to the other side a fucking great fight card. Fight night card. Hell yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Yeah, we are.
1: This Um, is really good.
0: It's a great card. And, it's near me, and I'm a good luck charm. Are um, you? I don't know. UFC 270 was good.
1: It's another six-fight main card, too. Is it? Yeah.
0: Yes. So UFC fight night from the Moody Center in my town, Austin, Texas. I'll let you guys know if I end up there somehow. Never know. Could happen. Uh, but if I don't, I'm certainly going to watch it, and fuck, it's loaded. What a great card. Uh, hold on. I have to do this before I forget.
2: Let me do it. And now it's, it's time, time for the news podcast oh, picks. Picks, 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 picks. That's hot.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed that. Well, I enjoyed that's saying stupid. it. You guys have missed all my fun sound effects this whole time.
2: Yeah, so there—that's why we weren't reacting because we didn't hear. <laughs> we didn't hear anything. Yeah,
1: yeah that—that's—that's that's why we every weren't. every week it's like a <laughs> will we be able to hear them or won't we? <laughs> it's it's fantastic. <laughs> So let's start, I guess, with the prelims. Are there any notable fights on here? Name champion Welling Terman and uh former member of my 90s themed MMA boy band, Jared Gooden.
0: Uh, yeah. If there's a prop to bet on Wellington Terman by DQ, go with that one. <laughs> he's the one who poked Sam Alvey over and over again and kicks everyone in the balls. Yep. So he's, we got he's, a, he's a Dame Hardy's
2: wife, Veronica Hardy's on the on the. Oh, on the shit.
0: That's right. Jamie Lynn Horth. Dan
1: Hardy. Dan Hardy. The outlaw.
0: Outlaw. Hey.
1: Who (laughs) is the guy that played Bane?
0: Tom Tom Hardy. Hardy.
1: Tom Hardy. That's right.
0: (laughs) Who also is a BJJ practitioner. Yes. And was great in the movie Warrior as an MMA fighter
1: we you know what? This is too many shows in a row now that that movie has come up. I don't like it.
0: Clearly, we have to have someone from it come on.
1: You know what? We did watch last Nick weekend Nolte, no, come on movies, the pre-new podcast. Nick yes. Nolte, please do, absolutely. Uh, Office Christmas Party. Have you guys seen that? Yes,
0: it's yes, awesome. it's real good. <laughs> a real fun time. Yeah, we saw the new Hunger Games. How, How was like that? Uh, that it's a book movie and i've read the book and seen the movie so i would like to know what perspective you would like the I movie have, is the movie's good it. it's fun uh if you've seen have you seen any of the other movies
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah if you like them you'll like this all right yeah uh i i didn't think it it did justice to the book but nobody ever does i guess so i'm just blathering
1: Every now and then you get a movie that that does justice to the book.
0: I would say that about Mockingjay, the 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 Hunger Games. I'm glad they split it into two.
1: OK, uh, I would
2: disagree because there's a part in Mockingjay when they're infiltrating the capital where they have the genetically altered uh, people that yes. were the the people that died in like previous Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Like that's not in the movie. And that yeah. was a pretty, that was a pretty uh, like titillating portion of the book. Yes, I yeah. said titillating.
0: They try with like the sewer stuff where <laughs> Fennec dies, but they just, they yeah. didn't get there.
2: Uh, Which yeah. it would be hard. You, you know, the the prospect of like s- taking somebody's face and CGI-ing, I'm going to turn that into a verb, uh, into some like, uh, like the you know
0: I am legend. It, it reminds me
2: of like some of the the creatures that are in the maze Runner, like in that movie. remember that? Mm-hmm. like the weird spider hybrid things anyway, yeah, I digress. <laughs> well
0: that was one of my problems with the werewolf. well, the wolves in uh in the first Hunger games is there they also had the genetically modified faces that's true the the dead uh, tributes that was in the book though It was. yeah and they just they just didn't get it right in the movie yeah like they didn't show it
1: it would i think it maybe changes the rating of the movie like that's pretty shocking (laughs) you know (laughs) what i mean yeah the the book is the book is really good um i did it with my ninth graders last year when i was in the classroom it's a good and it's a good book there's a lot of good stuff in there a lot of like really easy like this is a classic example of a literature trope like that sort of thing but Mm -hmm. even in the book which is more violent than the movie when that happens it's like holy shit and i told them i prepped them for uh rue for what was going to happen to her because the whole thing wasn't to like be surprised by the story we were looking for themes and that sort of thing so i wanted them to have like background knowledge and as soon as we meet rue i go now remember only one of them can win they're like, yeah, I'm like, you guys think it's going to be Rue? And they're like,
0: <laughs>
1: she's going to die. I'm- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's coming I, that, that would be my one piece of specific criticism for this movie is they massively went down on the blood and the violence. Like, noticeably. They the- probably have to, right? Uh, That's the thing is that they probably could have and still gotten a PG-13. This was not any more or less gruesome than the previous books or movies. Okay. They just made the choice to not put blood in it as much. Um, And it was noticeable. In like the first deaths, especially if you rewatch the other ones, the first deaths in this one, you're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) like this is this is they are they all wearing bulletproof vests
1: and it, the book is about the first hunger games
0: the 10th 10th okay
2: yeah yeah it's like it's already established right uh, and this yeah. is where
0: it's Cor- Coriolanus president- Snow okay yeah president okay. snow and they're president the first snow. they're the first mentors so it's the first time mentors are introduced um but it's prior to when the previous winners were mentors, their students, um, preparing to go to the Capitol university. Uh, yeah. And there's a, a large cash prize for the, uh, mentor whose uh, fighter wins.
1: That's consistent with the first three books.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, and his family, which was very wealthy, uh, made their money in nuclear power, which was in district 13. Mm -hmm. So his family was broke. So they really wanted to win for that reason. And uh, yeah, they, they captured the story uh, really, really well. Um, But they could have used help with the third act. They, they kind of, they kind of botched that, but um, oh my gosh. And the girl who plays Lucy gray um, has does the worst accent. It it's fucking pulled me out so hard. like that can be tough. It was really hard to watch just because I you I couldn't believe the voice coming out of her body um when she spoke. When she sang, totally different. like I believe it was probably her. And she plays the new Snow White. so there's like a lot of concern about that now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm not going to see the new Snow White, and yes, that is why. Um, not because of her, but because of what you guys are thinking. Um, what was I? Oh, on the topic of movie accents, where do you guys land? And I hate to speak ill on Chadwick Boseman's as uh, uh, Black Panther. What do you mean? Where do we land? On, yeah. on what? His is portrayal it good? Is it bad? Is it anything?
0: I think it's good but i don't know if i have to credit that to the flexibility that wakanda didn't exist so there wouldn't be an actual that we dialect. know of,
1: but we wouldn't know would we
0: <laughs> that's true
1: what is the character's name why am i blanking on that the Yeah, thank you
0: yeah i think it's good why
1: I think it comes and goes throughout the movies that he's in.
2: (laughs) Well, he really only has one movie that's really centered around him. You could Mm -hmm. say that Civil War is like co-starring him. It's where he gets introduced and Civil War is so good. uh, Civil War is is good, but Winter Soldier is better.
3: Mm.
1: As a Captain America movie, I agree with you. Civil War is an Avengers movie pretending to be a Captain America yeah. movie. That yes. That's also true. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's
2: like, it's Avengers
0: 2.5. Yeah. So UFC, the next fight on the prelims that I have any interest in is probably Dracar Close and Joe Selecki.
1: <laughs> Wait, uh, so we're just... Okay, whatever. <laughs> Is there more um, of the
0: topic we have to get to? I mean... I it,
1: think... You, you can't actually think just movie for movie Winter Soldier is better than Civil War. Oh, I absolutely can. Civil... <laughs> <laughs> and I do. Civil War is like top three of the entire MCU. It, it's... It's not even top five. <laughs> <laughs> it,
3: <laughs> what?
0: Whoa, like I would argue like, with that. I,
2: I, I mean... It's top the airport three. scene so,
0: is a changes cinema. What do you mean it's not
2: changes top cinema? Five?
0: Yeah, brought In Spider-Man,
2: terms of, of China, yeah, okay. Ant-Man. So there's an introduction of Spider Man, that's fine. It man was do you already... mean
1: it's not that's fo- true. Top five,
2: it's not top five. <laughs> what
1: are your what are the top five then?
2: So overall, MCU movies. That are better than Civil War.
1: No, okay. just top five. Top if five. Civil War is not in it,
2: um, in the top five is going to be Endgame, In Infinity War, Winter Soldier, yeah. Guardians of the
1: Galaxy. Are Infinity War and Endgame one movie though? No. Okay. They're okay. Movies. Well, this this list is fucking wrong. So we're we're all set here. <laughs> no Way Home is really good, too. But yeah, this top six is complete horseshit. Yeah,
0: Shang-Chi was good, too. This is tomato Shang, Shang,
2: Shang-Chi is good. I, I, I think... Uh, I think Shang-Chi is probably not in the top ten, though.
0: Wow. So Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb both have Black Panther at the best MCU movie.
1: No, they have it 16th.
0: 16th. Yeah, Got it.
1: There's like what thirty two of them at this point thirty three yeah, there's a a crap load. Okay. so I guess Ryan, our top fives aren't that different. I would just okay. swap winter soldier for for Civil War, Civil War. yeah, okay it's yeah, it's opinion babies in end game when it oh, it's wow. like, oh five years later, it's like, holy shit, oh uh, gut punch, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I walked out of Infinity War out of the theater being like, I don't even. Uh, the, the courage that they had to actually do that. Oh, wow. Was like, to actually let all those people get blipped is so good.
0: So on IMDb, Winter Soldier is one spot ahead of Civil War. But they have the same rating. <laughs> but they have the you same, same rating. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So run, <laughs> run tomatoes. Let's see if they have them. Oh, there's Civil War with 91%. And Winter Soldier with 90 yeah. And
1: that's, you know, they're one in 1A. One that's fair. You could make an argument that they're kind of the same. They're all kind of one movie.
0: <laughs> so on Rotten Tomatoes, Black Panther is voted <laughs> best MCU movie. And on IMDb, it's voted the worst or the 16th. Dang. I
1: thoroughly enjoyed the Black Panther movie. Both of them, actually, but that is not the best MCU movie. No. Ant-Man yeah, would be not...
0: really high for me. Like Ant-Man's Ant- very good. It is. And, and Ant-Man and the Wasp is very high for me as well.
1: I didn't even you hate ma- Quantumania. you imagine how
2: good Ant-Man could have been if Edgar Wright actually did the movie? Oh,
0: that would have been fucking wild. <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> And Misha Tate is on this card in Austin. (laughs) Fighting Julia Avila. Uh, I like the veteran in this one.
1: Julia Avila?
0: Misha Tate.
1: You like the underdog then?
0: I said the veteran.
1: She's the underdog
2: they? Aren't they both veterans? How old is Julia Avila?
0: Oh, that's a good call. She has
1: 11 pro fights. She's got gray hair. That's kind of, it could be like not spray painted. That's dumb to say, but like, I do think it's kind of on trend right now to have that kind of sprayed gray, silver color. Some like some rogue streak action. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, This will probably go to decision.
2: Oh yeah. Most women fights do.
0: Yep. Is that Uh wrong to say? No, no. No, I think that's statistically
1: not when Amanda fights. It's science.
0: (laughs) Science rules. Because I have a NASA shirt on.
1: (laughs) Have you Uh, guys seen the Big Bang Theory? No. No. Okay, it's a good watch.
0: Was there going to be? Was there a reason, or are you just curious?
1: NASA. I mean Uh, NASA. Okay. Like, is what? there a reason okay. you said that yeah it's the, yeah. It's the nasa thing sorry
2: like, <laughs> what <laughs> we don't have, we don't understand that context uh, Una
0: Hele. he's fucking good all right main card time yeah so we're we're gonna make some prize picks on this
1: dustin Stolzfus kind of looks like will wheaton speaking of big bang theory
0: like he a does super jacked
1: point. will wheaton <laughs> yeah super i've met will wheaton in person three times he's not jacked like that
0: will wheaton read ready player one and ready player two's audiobooks did he are, yeah. yep and they are fantastic especially because he references himself
1: <laughs> <laughs> i you know what that makes, that makes i more sense. i'm all about that
0: and this, now I'm gonna picture this as Will Whedon reading it to me and I'm never gonna listen to it. Right?
2: Again. Will Whedon got really into <laughs> uh working out <laughs> and steroids.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh so is any... this
1: is this fight not on the board? Uh no, it is. You've got so storytime Puna Hele Storytime Soriano. That's a great nickname. Story time, right?
2: That's a new. That's new.
1: I love that. That's so good. Um, over under forty point five significant strikes or a ninety three and a half fantasy score. Is he a heavy favorite here? He's like he a minus, minus
2: two seventy.
0: Yeah, that is correct. Minus two seventy. I mean, they're, they're he both going throws... losses. Yeah. Puna Lay. He did he lose a decision last? Um, he did Michael. lose his last fight. I
1: don't see what it was. Puna,
2: puna, puna, puna.
0: Oh, he 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 ran into Copy Love. Oh, it's been a while since he.
2: It's Beginning of the year.
0: Yeah. There it is. Oh, TKO round two.
1: 39 total strikes so he almost got it in a fight that ended in round two
0: and he lost hmm. so I, I lean towards that significant strikes pick Um, myself but definitely
1: the fantasy score one scares me unless we took the under do we think he I don't know because the finish in the first or second round I guess he probably hits it but
0: yep and how does what's their grappling look like Oh boy, he likes to take down that that's too a fight. That's not crazy.
1: So in he is one and two in his last three. He was knocked out by Kopilov. He knocked out a guy named Lungia Mambula. Oh dude, that guy's got traps for days. Yes, he does. His <laughs> traps have traps sitting on him. He knocked him out 20 seconds into the 28 seconds into the second round. And then he lost to Maximov. Nick Maximov. Um Split decision, February of 2022. Hmm. Hmm.
0: I, I'm, I'm leaning towards those significant strikes.
2: As an over or an under?
0: As an over.
2: He's going to have to go two full rounds to get the over. Yeah.
1: Fuck. I am going to defer to you guys. I have no idea what to do with these two. I don't know. Like I'm looking at Stolzfuß's last
2: three fights. His his last fight, which was over a year ago, so he's taking quite a bit of time off, was a uh, first round KO in nineteen in the first nineteen seconds, and then he 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 won a fight via decision, and then that's... he lost against uh, Gerald Mearshart, but that's back in 2021.
0: You said shot, I did. It was mere a mere shark. shot, I say. It
2: is, it bit it, it was but a mere shot. <laughs>
1: That's that was that was good. That's like how you'd like to order the Devolis Vele. Hey,
0: be careful, it'll give you mere shots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh the edible my wife gave me earlier kicked in. Um ooh. I'm leaning on the fantasy score myself in this case. Um,
2: yeah, I, I am too, but on the under. What do you I'm, think, Aaron?
0: I'm I'm honestly kind of on the over, but it's because I think he will win in the second round, which is 75 points, and I feel like it will. He'll throw a lot still, and he'll only have to throw. 20 20 uh sorry uh 20 points worth of strikes which would be 40 strikes so shit it so was... the
1: ufc's website is not loading previous fights
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: not however um punahele knocked out dalcha lungium lungium bulo in the second round 19 total strikes
0: so he would have missed it or we would get it if it was less
1: Um, 17 of them were total strikes. He did not have, he had a knockdown. So what's a knockdown and a second round victory?
0: Uh, knockdown is 12 and second round.
1: So that's 87. So then fear and then 17 significant strikes is like eight points, almost eight, nine points.
0: That'd be 95.
1: Yeah, that's 10 points. 10 points? That would have been
2: 97 on a fantasy score.
1: So he's got to
0: basically do
1: to Dustin Stoltzfus what he did, or better, to Lungiambula, but not have what happened to him the last time he fought because he lost...
2: Yeah, but I think there's a big difference between <sighs> Roman Kopilov and Dustin Stoltzfus, right?
0: Yeah. And if he loses, I mean, he'll definitely You're saying Kopilov's
1: better? Copy, I think Kopilov's way better. I I'm not I'm not disagreeing. So, 74 total strikes thrown, 45 of them significant in the uh split decision loss. So, I feel like in a weird way, the under on significant strikes Unless we think it's going the distance, in which case the over? I, I don't know. Neither of them make me super comfortable.
0: Do we want to pull an option and pick somebody from the undercard?
1: Oh, are we allowed
0: to do that?
2: Uh, we're making up our rules as we go here.
0: Okay. Like, I'd go under fight time on Wellington Terman. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that fight's going to go to decision. They're, they're big boys and... uh Wellington German's going to lose by DQ.
1: (laughs) So, big well. Big well. We don't
0: have to. I will pick on his
1: last two fights have gone to decision.
0: Then he's got to show something. The
1: one before that, he did win by second round submission. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm deferring to you both.
0: Then I think we should stick to the discussion we just had about Pooh, Mr. Storytime. And do we think he's going to win?
1: Yeah, I think he's going to win. He, then, he is a favorite, minus 270.
0: And it is the card opener, right? Yeah. Man, I really feel like this, this is, that he's... I have, Fuck, this is so hard. (laughs) I really feel like he's going to win the fight. It's just like, will he hit that score or not?
1: Ryan, what do you think? Because my initial reaction was under as well, but we've been wrong recently. Yes, (laughs) we have been wrong recently.
0: (laughs) Then we're going Uh, more since we all decided on less. (laughs) No, I don't want to regret this.
2: Oh, whatever decision we make, there's going to be some regret
1: here. And uh, even if it hits, we're, we're not going to be like, oh, we told you, like, no. No. We didn't no. know. We didn't tell you. We didn't tell you shit. <laughs> uh,
2: I like... Yeah, my my initial gut reaction was the under on the fantasy score. Mine too.
0: <laughs> and that's what we should go with. Uh, Because then, I mean, this can go to him losing... That's great, and if it goes the distance, it's very likely that it, it probably won't get there.
1: What if he wins by decision, though?
0: He may not get he there. He wouldn't.
2: He wouldn't. I don't think he would get above ninety three.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. It'll go I to would, go
2: to the scoring chart.
0: Yeah, he would have to get a couple because a third a decision win is twenty points. Now do they also get third round win? I don't think they do.
1: I don't think they do. So, Why wouldn't they? Oh, it because it'd be decision, yeah, yeah. So, decision. so it's twenty, and then he's got to rack up seventy. Yeah, no way.
0: Yeah, he he'd need to.
1: Yeah, it so would have. If we be... go the
2: distance, we're we're likely, we're likely going to be under on that fantasy score, which I'm cool. I, I feel good about. Okay, Beauty. feel better. Feel better about.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're going under on the fantasy score. Okay.
2: Under on the fantasy. You heard it here right.
1: first. Clay Guida, still fighting. Yeah. <laughs> One of my least favorites. I'll say that now. Joaquin Silva is the name on the tickets here.
0: Yeah. What? And he, and Joaquim is a big favorite in a minus three. Minus 325. Yeah. Uh, this does feel like a make a name for yourself fight. In a washed Clay Guida. So Joaquin yeah, lost. So
2: Clay Guida just they're both coming off losses.
1: Yeah, he's actually lost two of his last three. Um although he lost to Armin Saruki, and so no real shame there. He he beat a guy named Ronson and then lost to another guy named Glenn. I'm sorry, I don't none of these fighters ring it. Ricky <laughs> Glenn. Know. Yeah. Uh, it could be Ricky Glenn, Ricky Jesse. Glenn's it tough. is Ricky Glenn and Jesse Ronson. Yeah, Ricky Glenn knocked him out in 37 seconds in June of 2021,
0: which is pretty surprising. But yeah, and Ricky Glenn kind of fell down a little bit too. Um. Oh boy, well let's let's bring this one up.
1: Has Ricky Glenn fought since then? Oh yeah, he just fought recently. He fought Drew Dober. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> so, oh um, come on. So this one we get we get the trilogy to pick from. We got fight time, twelve and a half minutes, significant strikes forty-three point five, or a ninety-six point five fantasy score.
2: All right, so let's 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 break it down. Do we think <laughs> Joaquim Silva beats Clay
1: Guido?
0: What are his losses like?
1: He's one for his last two. First round knockout, 37-second knockout against Ricky Glenn, and then third round knockout against Armin Sarukian.
2: Okay, Armin Sarukian's really good. He's fighting in mm-hmm. the main event. Yeah, that's 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 okay. I'm okay you almost have that.
1: to not factor that in,
0: right? Yeah. Hmm. This almost this this feels like a a top contender should beat a journeyman
1: fight time 12 and a half minutes so that's halfway through the third round he has only done that once in his last three but it was the most recent fight he he lasted that long with Saruki and it's hard to think he won't go at least that long with Guida unless he stops him I really don't know Guida's last two fights went to decision
2: and then prior to that, he had a first round uh, submission.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Could it be the over on fight time, or is that is that getting too cute?
0: Nah. Honestly,
1: that's what I was thinking
2: as well. Like, are we, I'm thinking it's going go to go to a decision. And yeah. how old is Clay now? Clay's got to be what forty? I think he's. 41? I think he's ninety
1: three. So, okay. So I've got Joaquim Silva's. So, second round knockout lost, not lost, rather, to Nazrat Haqparas, August of 19, 36 seconds into the second round. He beat Jared Gordon, um, December 2018. So, he doesn't fight a whole lot. Um, Two minutes and 39 seconds into the third round, he went the decision with Vince Pichel. Um, Gustafson Teixeira, May of 2017, he went the decision there. Uh, I, I the mean... ultimate fighter team Joanna versus team Claudia Finale, 34 seconds into the first round, he beat Andrew Holbrook. And then UFC 191, he fought on that for some reason, went to decision with. Nazarino Malagueri.
0: Hmm. Uh, I lean, I lean, lean towards the significant strikes on the over because he throws almost for a minute. So he, he could hit that 40 in one round, one and a half rounds. Um, mm-hmm. and Clay Guida's tough and he's going to try and wrestle. That is true. So I think that it'll it'll open up a lot of opportunities because I think Joaquin will, will kick the legs a lot. They attack wrestlers because they tend to have that leg out. And uh, those are significant strikes also. So I I feel like if it does go to decision, we'll definitely get the significant strikes. But it wouldn't have to because I think he would get past that number Early in the second round,
1: Silva's average fight time nine minutes thirty three seconds. Clay Guida twelve minutes twenty one seconds. Wow, yeah, Clay
2: goes the distance quite a bit,
1: and a lot of three round fights at that.
2: Yeah, we we need this one to go two rounds for Joaquin. I for me to feel comfortable for Joaquin getting to a significant strike total. Yeah. Do we think it goes two rounds? I I honestly think the reason why I was picking the over on the fight time is because I to your point, I think Clay is too tough, even at his advanced age. He uh
1: <laughs> the referees seem to be okay with letting him get hit. Like getting hit <laughs> repeatedly. So
2: <laughs> and, and and this may be me talking myself into the significant strikes, but his defense mechanism, which is a lot of the same defense mechanisms for fighters when they get clipped, is to go for that single leg and try to wrestle.
1: Yeah, 58% uh, I like to... takedown defense for Silva.
2: Not Ooh. great.
0: Not but it's fast. not
1: terrible. It's not 30.
2: So that's the downside, right? What if he does get taken down and just gets mauled? Gets yeah, it gets dominated on the ground by Clay Guida. He's not going to get to a significant strikes. Yeah, that doesn't mean that the fight's going to end. But his his nickname is Neto BJJ. Mm-hmm. So we so we assume he has some grappling skills.
0: He may want it to go to the ground. He may accept the takedown and not throw a lot of strikes this fight. Fuck.
3: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
0: But I, I like how we've all have. We all kind of just said no on the fantasy score judgment here.
1: Yeah, I, I have feels like feels like a high number, though. Yeah, which
2: if that's the number, right, that's the line. We're talking about a second round finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we have a second round finish, how is he doing it? Probably through strikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we would imagine like an accumulation of strikes. Yep. We I don't I don't see clay getting
1: just flash KO'd.
0: No. His chin is still pretty tough.
1: So uh, 58% of the time Silva wins by knockout. 25% of the time by submission, only 17% by decision. Clay, on the other hand, wins 45% of the time by decision. 37 percent by sub and only 18 by knockout so it hmm I feel like we could make a reasonable argument to go over on strikes or over on fight time Clay's average fight time is literally you know
3: both with, within
1: 25 seconds of but it but it's see now I don't know where I saw it but his average fight time is what, 1222? So we're talking like. Less. By how many seconds, though? Very few. Yeah. Eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. This one's hard. The opposite,
1: uh, I, though. Either one of these two we choose, I'm going to feel better about than the Soriano fight. Huh.
2: I, I'm I'm still on the overage. Over on the strikes.
0: Over on the strikes.
1: Over on the strikes. I can get there.
0: We're doing it.
1: We've had luck with that bet so far, for the most part. We we'll love and, a good over. And there it goes. I'm sorry that I just cost us that bet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we're going over on strikes for Joaquin Silva against Clay Guida. Then we get everyone's favorite Brady from the bunch, Sean, and uh, mega Hawk Hakparast, <laughs> who is isn't
2: Kelvin. this? Uh, Kelvin coming down to Welterweight. This is yeah. a yeah, Welterweight is. debut,
0: yeah, it is.
2: He's and he's already ranked at welterweight. That's weird.
0: Yeah, he is. uh now Sean Brady's the favorite in this one. Uh, it's a
2: very close odds. I'm surprised yeah. he's only a minus one twenty. I, I, mean, I think Sean would be a much bigger favorite.
1: Uh, he I, did not look great against Bilal Muhammad, though.
0: Yeah, that's I also, true. I felt like that was a. Great coming out party for Bilal, though. Like he, he just really showed up to that, mm-hmm. uh, and I it really felt like Sean just didn't because he's so he seems so much better in his other fights. Um, you never know which Kelvin Gastelum is going to show up. Uh these guys both have the forward pressure fighting. So, geez, we got so, every option on this. So,
1: listen to this. <laughs> no. Were you going average fight time? No, no, you go, you go. So, average fight Sean time. Brady twelve thirty, Kelvin thirteen thirty
0: eight. Ugh, and we have the option. The number of 12 is twelve and a half. And a half. Oh gosh! Oh man.
2: Yeah, and, and and Sean is not knocking people down, right? His average knockdown ratio is 0. .2 every 15 minutes. But at the same time,
1: Kelvin's not doing that either. Yeah, that's what effectively I, one knockdown every 2 five fights.
0: fights. <laughs> no. Nope.
1: Oh, for Sean, yeah, yeah, every 5 fights and, and two then one every Gaslam. 2 yeah. for Gasoline.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like takedowns is where it's at on this one.
2: Do you? I can. I can see Kelvin getting gassed later on this if he's cutting. If he's cutting down uh, from middleweight to welterweight.
0: And Sean oh. Bra- Sean Brady, his land in three takedowns a fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's Damn one near.
0: and a half. And if Kelvin gasses um, I think that's a great move for Sean if he's also tired will be to go for the takedown instead of the knockout. So I love this takedowns for over one. Yeah.
2: Getting, getting at least two.
0: Yeah. Yep. But these are all super enticing. (laughs) It's not even fair. I want to look at the significant strikes, man. They throw, they both throw,
2: Yeah, they both have a positive striking differential, but Sean's a little bit busier. Yeah.
1: If it was one and a half takedowns in the fight total, I'm all over that. I think Brady can take him down twice.
0: I also, I think about Calvin Gastelum's fight with Israel Adesanya. Am I thinking of the right fight?
1: However, is Gaslam yeah. going to get into the cage like a lot bigger than Sean Brady?
2: Sean Brady's pretty big. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's taller, longer reach. All right, longer leg reach. He, he's bigger. He's a bigger dude. Now, was are we sure this is Kelvin Gaslam's welterweight debut? It has to be. Chris. Curtis no, he fought Chris a, Curtis, and Curtis is not a welterweight. Is he? Yeah, he Chris is.
2: Curtis is a middle. No, he's a wolf. middleweight.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right.
0: Okay. Yeah. How big is Chris Curtis? Small. He's a. Yeah, he is. He's pretty stout, right? I don't. I don't know. He's, he. He <laughs> he's, would be he's small. He would be a dwarf in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> wow, this is
1: annoying. Yeah, UFC's website not doing well today.
0: Everyone's making their prize picks with us.
1: I no free shoutouts. I oh, like. <laughs> I don't hate the over on takedowns.
2: No, I, I'm uh, I'm good with the with the two takedowns. I think I think that's the the bet. I also think this goes at least into the third round.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but like I'm I'm kind of up in the air on like how the fight will go, so I, I lean towards that grappling takedown number.
1: Two takedowns can happen inside of the first two minutes.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at his. Th- I love when they have the fantasy score in there. So if his over-under is 76.5, we're five, we're we're essentially saying this is going to go into the third round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the one-and-a-half takedowns. Plus I'm thinking, as I said before, Kelvin coming down to welterweight, um, if not for the first time ever, the first time in a very long time, that's yeah. that. That's usually not great for cardio. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. I, he was a he pulled out of his last fight because of injury, right? Uh,
1: yeah, I believe I, so. So, or recently he did anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm very curious to see a welterweight Kelvin Gastelum because he he sometimes had trouble making middleweight, and he he always looked he was a thick boy, you know. Yeah, he like, he's He, he, a broad he loved dude. to eat. He so, loves to eat. Yeah so i'm I'm very curious if it was just a dietary thing, and he kept with his regular routines and training or or if he did anything different in training as well, which I'm sure he did. maybe, and that could improve his gas tank. Maybe he did a lot of cardio dropping weight. and uh, that adds to likely more takedowns, more fight time. So, yeah, so I,
1: my Michael Chandler said that his weight cut is down, like, down to the calorie, down to the minute.
0: That's wild.
1: <laughs> do you think Gasolim is doing that?
0: No. So, no, no. yeah. No.
1: Um, I guess we'll see if he even makes weight. But I like the over on takedowns.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, then we get into our our like this this kind of does now. This is an coco
1: main kind of.
0: It, it kind of is because you do have two very highly ranked bantam weights and, uh. Davison Figueredo, come on, let's go. Welcome to Bantamweight against Rob Font. What the? So, f-
1: did you hear that Davison Figueredo says he wants to fight Sean O'Malley?
0: <laughs> well, get yeah, get the fuck out of here, bro. He wants- okay, no. Davison, no,
1: <laughs> we, all, we all know what Sean O'Malley would do to you, but okay,
0: he would have to. If to fight Sean O'Malley, he would have to absolutely destroy Rob Font.
1: Well, and then he'd have to beat another guy like like Sandhagen or something, which is also not happening for that matter. No.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That I don't I don't see a world where Davison beats beats Sandhagen. I'm not sure he's going to beat
1: Rob Font. He's the underdog. So So here's the thing.
2: Like, here's the thing. I'm I'm all in on Rob Font winning. The problem mm-hmm. is our our prop bets on this suck. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. Fight time or significant strikes. Like, uh, fight time 12 and a half minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, Rob averages almost 13 and Figueredo is five seconds shy of 12 on his average. But Damn. Rob Font is a lot bigger than Davis and Figueredo. So much bigger.
0: And he's going to use his reach to To try and and jab a lot, which could lead to a, a lot of strikes.
1: It really could. It could lead. But to he's a, not a like a flash battle. knockout guy.
3: Well, no. he's got he's, half of his wins a, by He's a knockout.
1: volume guy. He's a volume guy, though. Yeah. No, I, I I'm with you for sure.
0: Yeah, Figueroa has vicious, vicious leg kicks uh, as well, and that could inhibit some striking. Uh, I I don't run that way uh, specifically. Um, But I I do think that this is going to be a volume dump by by font. So he has lost
1: two of his last three fights. Both of them went to the decision. He knocked out your boy Adrian Yanez
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, about three minutes into the first round. I I kind of don't hate the over on either of these Uh, 65 and a half is a lot.
2: Yeah, it's it's a shitload of strikes. Now, if I remember correctly, Rob Font's last fight where he lost to Corey Sanhagen. That's the yeah. fight that Corey Sanhagen like messed up his elbow in the first round and then just decided he was gonna wrestle him the rest of the fight.
0: And so Rob, Rob Font had nine shit about
1: significant it. strikes in that fight. That's Ugh. fucking terrible. Against <laughs> Cheeto, which also went the distance. Rob Font had 271 significant strikes.
0: And he lost.
1: And he lost. Which is...
0: And that might be the kind of fight you want to have with Davison.
1: But can... I mean... Against a normal uh, bantamweight, I'm with you, we don't know what Figueredo is going to look like. In Rob Font's victory over Adrian Yanez, an actual bantam weight, he landed 33 significant strikes. Now I don't love the over so much anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, again, like, do we think Rob Font wins? I do. I do too. Aaron? I do. Do I we do. think he? Do we think he finishes the fight?
0: No, I don't. No, I think you this don't? is a no. decision.
1: Davison yeah. has been finished. June twenty one, uh, yeah, uh, baby assassin, and then doctor stoppage. January of twenty
0: three. Yeah, I I think he's tough enough to survive a stand up battle what was that with rob
1: i in that one
0: yeah i i think he's tough enough to survive boxing with rob font and i i uh i mean davison is dangerous on the ground but i i don't think he would he would have it for rob cuz i think it's going to be a distance game and i do think it'll go to decision
1: so Figueiredo in the UFC pre the four Brandon Moreno fights because he has not fought anyone not named Brandon Moreno in more than 3 years now yeah. which is crazy. So he knocked out Alex Perez in the first round. He submitted no sorry submitted Alex Perez. Submitted Joseph Benavides also in the first round. Knocked out Joseph Benavides in the second round. Um, submitted Tim Elliott in the first round and went the distance with Alex Pantoja. I now see now I don't know what I think about this fight anymore. <laughs>
3: Average fight time can reminds... be
1: misleading because it takes all of their fights into account, right? And mm-hmm. Figueredo is a does. different fighter than he was 7 years ago.
0: Correct. Yeah. Pantoja reminds me a lot of Figueredo uh in their fight styles. Mhm. Um Yeah. Yeah, I I I'm I'm still
1: This has been the toughest set of bets we've had so far.
0: Yeah, right? It, yeah, it has. Man. Man, over 65 and a half significant strikes. I mean, he has to win and it has to be late over 12 and a half minutes it goes to decision probably <sighs> uh my first instinct was still that it'll go to decision they're both pretty they're both veterans they're both going to have game plans they're going both going to be trying to execute those plans I don't think either one of them will really be going in for the kill. I think they'll both be going for the win. And I think that'll lead to a point battle.
1: Figueredo is a lot smaller. A lot smaller.
0: Is he that much smaller?
1: He he really is. Damn. I know they said he's had trouble getting to 135, but he's, what, four inches, three inches shorter? He's jeez he's not going to be like a full-size 45 guy where rob font is i just don't see it
0: yeah he's just got the leg reach getting pretty close that yeah I, i i'm
2: so what does that mean right we are we still thinking it's going the over and he just manhandles them or are we going, we going less into some type of finish?
1: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the answer.
0: I,
2: uh, I
0: want to go easier. over
2: on the fight time. Okay. I want to go over on the fight time.
0: I vote for that. Okay. Uh, we've we've logicked that out we have we're going over 12 and a half minutes on the fight time for the rob font davis robbie f that's what i call him <laughs>
1: <laughs> robbie f
0: did you see um whose fucking nickname was it that was great was it joaquin silva's come on nope that's Neto bjj
1: Story time. We were just talking about it.
0: Maybe it was that. No, is it Sean Brady's nickname? Yeah, his nickname is weird.
1: It's something, something Philly, right? Yeah, it's like
0: something. Yeah. Anyway, then we get the tarantula Jalen Turner and Bobby King Green. Come on. This is a great fight. This is a great, this is a great fight. fight.
1: This is a really fun fight.
0: <laughs>
1: Didn't
2: uh, Jalen take this on super short notice? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: And Bobby Green. They're like, hey, Bobby, you want a short notice fight? He's like, I'm at the facility anyway. Yeah. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> huh. It is not showing me any fight stats when I click on this one. Nope, no, I'm not getting it's them not. Yeah. Oh, because it's new. That That's rude. Well, That's then. rude. Is this on here? Yeah. It is. Jaylen, it's under Jalen. Okay. okay. So we got fight time over uh 10 and a half minutes, uh, 53 and a half significant strikes, 92.5 fantasy score for Jalen Turner. Wow.
2: Yeah. So fantasy score indicates round two stoppage potentially for Jalen is where the the line's being placed. Yeah. So Bobby Green is uh, is local to Dom and
0: I, mm-hmm. and he's
2: fought some very tough individuals.
0: He's a braiser. we love
2: Bobby Green, and he's fought them very well. The toughest of tough, the toughest of tough. He he's took got... what were you gonna say? I, I said he's got a great Philly shell where he rolls with a lot of punches and. The only thing I'm worried about from Jalen Turner is Jalen saying, well, I'm going to take him down.
1: He took on Islam on like two weeks notice. Yeah. He's, Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get paid. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that, that attitude will probably, it has been helpful to him. Um, I think that attitude will be helpful to him for Jalen Turner.
1: Now we like Jalen Turner, Ryan, you're the resident yes. Jalen Turner expert.
2: I like I like I like the tarantula.
0: I do too. He
1: really likes tarantulas
2: as well.
0: That's creepy. No, thank you.
2: So I seen this being a, a, a stand up affair. Both can play the outside game. Jaylen's no, Jalen Turner's and...
1: from San Bernardino. Oh.
2: Well, they're both local then. Because Bobby Bobby Green lives in Rialto hmm Which is essentially next door to San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. San Bernardino. Uh
0: I feel like part of the group because they're probably here now.
2: Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah.
0: They have to weigh in tomorrow. They do. Day after tomorrow.
2: Uh yeah, t- Friday. Yeah. Um I still think they keep this standing. And I, I think I think Bobby Green is very difficult to finish. It would probably take something miraculous from Jalen. Uh, we've seen him do flying knees before. That's not out of the question.
0: I see that.
2: So a couple things that stand out to me. Uh, Jalen under on 92. Because I believe in Bobby, Bobby Green's toughness and being able to, to be able to trade, right? Or be competitive on the feet. Which is then the other thing is I think that goes beyond two rounds, yeah.
1: So, is Bobby going to win? He has a chance. No, sorry, is Jalen going to win? Do you think? Uh, I think that I would favor Bobby Green because Jalen's taking it on such short notice. Okay, so Jalen, that's fair. Jalen's the betting favorite. So, in Jalen's five of his last eight fights that he has won, all have been first or second round finishes. Um... So, uh, there's a sub or two in there. There's a knockout in there. Um, He has lost his last two, both by decision, both split decision. Um, And then he also lost to Matt Frivola at 236. So, and, but that was 2019. So, <clears throat> he doesn't get finished. Vicente Luque stopped him in the first round way back in 2018 in his UFC, effectively his UFC debut. Um I mean, yeah, he got knocked out in the third round by Richard Leroy um at CXF8 Cali Kings in 2017. His third professional fight in beautiful Victorville, California. He was knocked out by Ronnie Borgia. So he doesn't get finished often if he's if he's gonna lose. However, when he wins, it does not go over that ten and a half minutes. yeah, Literally, he does not have a single win that has gone that far. Hmm.
0: Yeah, this this one's tough, because I also like Bobby Green in this fight.
1: Do you? See, I like Jalen.
0: But I think it's recency bias, and because I do like him so much. Like, uh, I think... I do think he should lose... And and the thing is is I don't and I think he should lose early. Like this this kind of has club and sub smell to it. It's got the long arms, you know, wrap him up on the ground. Do so you think Bobby Green's down. gonna
1: club and sub him?
0: No, Jalen Turner. I think Jalen oh, Turner yeah. will club and sub him in the end of the first or beginning of the second, which would give him the fantasy score.
1: But it also gives him the fight time.
0: Yeah, the under on the fight time. And the significant strikes, I, I do think they will fight because Bobby's a brawler, like he he really is. Mm-hmm. So if one of them catches the other and it ends up on the ground, I think I favor Jalen like immediately. Like yes. I think I think he's tough on his back. Yes, and and I think he could submit Bobby. So I kind of want to pick under on the fight time.
1: That's kind of where I was leaning as well. If we think he's going to win. If we think he's going to lose, which I don't, but I could be talked out of it.
0: Under on the fantasy.
1: Mm -hmm. No, under on fight time. Or uh, over on fight time. Because he's not getting stopped early. It's just not happening.
0: Yeah. yeah, Man.
1: But I think he's going to win.
0: I I do think he's going to win. And I think he'll get it done. Especially with two losses so recently. He's got to do something. Or go to PFL and make two million dollars. Like
1: yeah, the two guys he lost Hoban to though, Mercier. Gamrod and Dan Hooker, that and they were split decisions. That's nothing to shake a stick at.
0: Yeah. Did you see Mercier made the million dollars in PFL in the same amount of time he made forty thousand at UFC? That's
1: so wild.
0: Uh, super Good for wild. him. Yeah.
1: And Kayla's back. She beat Aspen Ladd.
0: Woo! <laughs>
1: hey, be nice. <laughs>
0: She's great.
1: Yeah, I I want to see
2: her fight Cyborg. I mean, yep. it's it's a little yep. late for Cyborg, but yep. I still want to see it.
1: Yeah, Cyborg has no chance in that fight.
0: Mm-hmm. That uh, so we're picking less. We're picking less. Ryan, you've
1: time. been you've been quiet. How do you feel about it?
0: Uh, I don't hate it.
2: I I don't hate it. Like the only thing that's giving me pause is 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 Bobby Green's toughness and being able to be a savvy veteran and extend the fight. But, hey, I think you're right. Uh, Jalen's got way more ways to win and has has more finishing potential than Bobby Green does. Even though Bobby has finishes and recent finishes, they've all been from his stand-up and being able to take advantage of people that had poorer defense, which I don't think is the case for Jalen. Yeah.
1: So... Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 on board with it. I think Aaron's right. I think this is like a late first, early second round. He catches him, jumps on him and once he's on top of him,
0: yeah. Even ground and know. pound. Yeah. Make it look bad. That brings us to the main event. I'm calling Dude. this
1: the Betters Buffet. Look at these choices. <laughs> right. Dude. We have
0: so to routine. take
2: the under fantasy fantasy score, right? I feel (laughs) is Benil getting knocked out in the first round is Armin sorry the guy that knocks people out
0: is he
1: do any of us think Benil's winning yeah I think Benil can win okay but is he going to can he and will he I think are two different things if he yeah I think I think he's got
2: I think he can win I think he will win
0: Gotcha. Man, look at those takedowns.
1: So Armin so, Sarukian. Last fight was a KO, but it was in the third round. Yep. Third round decision. Five decision, round loss decision. to Gamrot. Second round knockout. First round knockout. Third round decision. Uh third round decision. Third round decision. He went to decision with decision with Islam. And that was his UFC debut. Holy shit. Welcome to the UFC, Armin (laughs) Sarukian. Um, Now I kind of like the overall fight. You like the overall what? Fight time. Really? Mm, He doesn't have that many five-round fights is the problem. And the only one he did went the decision. Just over three rounds? Or went the distance, excuse me that's yeah just over three rounds but to your point if it gets that far it's unlikely he's going to get there for fantasy score yeah so the, basically the ta- it's a first round knockdown knockout or sub to get to that number right
2: right yep I just don't I
1: don't think Benil's going out like that. The only time Sarukian has done that in his UFC career, and the only time he's done it in the last six years and two months, was when he fought Christos Giagos. Yeah. In the... 2021.
0: Yeah, and he's washed. Like that guy's totally washed.
1: Didn't he get beat up by Alex Baheda?
0: Yeah, at some point. He did not. No? Mm-mm. Huh. Yeah, I, I feel like under on the fantasy score is the one to take on this. Because Benil could win this. He's tough. And, I mean, what he did to Drakar Close, he was like... He was 90% out on his feet, and he still knocked out Drakkar, and he was the young, tough up-and-comer at the time. Like so, And that's under on the fantasy score. Um, and if Armand cannot get it done in the first round or first round and a half with total dominance, he's not going to get that score. He, unless he totally dominated for five rounds but didn't finish it. And even then, I don't think he could get there.
1: So Benil was knocked out by Charles Oliveira in the first round Mm
0: -hmm. in his
1: last fight. Yeah, But prior to that, he had not suffered a first-round defeat since 2018 against Alexander Hernandez.
0: But now his clock could be cleaned. He could have a loose chin now.
1: He had one back in 2017. No, 2014, he was stopped in the first round. And Benil's been around for a long time. That was his second UFC fight. So it would be out of character for Benil to get wiped out in round one.
0: Yeah. So is fantasy score under just like the only one we're all leaning towards?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's where my,
1: my eyes went. That's what yeah. seems to make the most sense.
0: Yeah, it would be a pretty big shocker for him to really just crush in the first round here. Yeah, smash. Yep. To me, that makes the most sense in the world. We have our picks.
1: We got them picks. Kunle. So let's let's just recap them really quick.
0: Yes, here they are.
1: Punehele
2: story time Soriano. Where we all decided, albeit with great reluctance, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we were going to go less on the fantasy score because we believe that while he will win, that it will not be a second round knockout, which is what that fantasy score indicates it would need to be to yep. get to at least 94 points.
0: Joaquin Silva is going to land more than 43.5 significant strikes on Clay Guida, because that's and, what and, Clay Guida does.
2: And that's because we believe Clay, Clay Guida is too tough to just go down, right? Mm-hmm. That Joaquin Silva is just going to continue to land on him, and that's why we're going with the more. Yep. yep. And I, I feel pretty good about that. I don't Absolutely. hate it.
0: Mm-mm. And Sean Henzo Gracie Philly Brady, <laughs> not nicknamed champion. You're welcome to come on the show. We'll help you pick a new one.
2: Mm-hmm. Dang.
0: Yeah. Sean Wayne Brady.
2: <laughs> Dang. Sean Philly Cheesesteak Brady.
0: There's a lot of options. Sean, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not from the Philippines. But I have the tattoos, Brady. We're, we're okay. We're going to stop now. Yeah. But, uh, but he's going to land more than one and a half takedowns, probably more than two in this fight. And we're something.
2: saying that because we think Kelvin coming down to Walter Wade is going to gas.
0: Probably. Yeah. And Sean will probably gas too because they're going to throw. I think they're going to throw in the first after they feel each other out for probably a minute. But like it, because that's how kelvin fights like he wants to trade um we talked about how kelvin always fights to the level of his opponents and kind of matches them um but i i think yeah he's gonna have trouble at welterweight so yeah sean brady one and a half takedowns more yeah
1: rob Font and yeah. davis and figueredo are going beyond 12 and a half minutes in this fight we yeah. think that they are going to go to the decision both of their averages basically say they will yeah and i think rob font will win and yes, jab I do too. and jab his face off i don't think davis vigoretto has any business at 45 or 30 35 no. 35 35
0: yeah
1: those 125 boys are tiny aren't they
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think oh, a little gonna... guy huh okay <laughs> And I think there's going to be a lot of leg kicks, which is going to decrease the striking but increase the takedowns and ground awesome. control. I think that's going to, you know, it'll be a long fight, but it'll and be a fun the fight.
1: The flip side of that number is that if Figueroa's path to victory is a three-round decision,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's how we go more.
1: Tarantula Ryan, do it.
0: Uh
2: so the Tarantula we're thinking he's got way more paths to victory and we're thinking there's some form of club and sub uh trademark here at pretty neat podcast come on down and get the the club and we'll serve you a sub as well.
1: Uh 10 or and a half sub. If club you buy sub. the sub the club is half off, but if you take the club the sub is free.
0: Yeah. And it's cut in three slices and it has fluffy toothpicks.
1: Yeah, we think that
2: uh, Jalen will will eat and and be done before the third
1: portion of that sub.
0: Yeah,
1: and yeah. let's just be real: a one hundred and fifteen and a half fantasy points is a whole lot for Armitzuki and Benil does not get knocked out in the first round, which is what that counts on. So, mm-hmm.
2: unless unless you're fighting somebody named Charles Oliveira, but hey, that's not the case here. So, mm-hmm. yeah not going to get a first round finish.
1: You will he, not catch me on this show comparing Armand Serokian to Charles Oliveira just yet.
0: Yeah. And I'll never forget when Justin Gaethje said, man, that fucker hits hard about Charles? Charles Oliveira. Yes. Yep. When he knocked him down and choked him out, he was just like, I didn't expect that. He hit me so hard. Amen. <laughs> hey, props to Gaethje for the honesty. But
1: even that was out of character for how Charles wins fights.
0: Yep. Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, in the main event, Armin Sarukian.
1: That's what we looked. were talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You know how sometimes you're
1: listening to a podcast and then it'll uh, it'll yeah. just like restart the last forty five seconds you just listened to. Yeah, it's like it's like that's what just happened in Aaron's brain. That's I love it. Happened.
0: It did. Yeah, it's been a long day.
1: Do you guys like soup? What kind? Oh, also, soup. I'm I'm playing the picks here. played Played i also have played the picks with integrity doesn't mean we won't play a different selection of picks plates but we all play the pretty neat six-pack
0: yes we do when Um, uh
2: when one plays we all play
1: that's right i enjoy soup okay all soups specific soups not all all soups i resisted it for a good a good amount of time and then i've recently succumbed what's your favorite soup oh real hard to argue with a lobster bisque okay i love a nice chicken tortilla i like a nice matzo ball soup um i recently had a butternut squash apple fall spice soup tremendous
0: you know what (laughs) the initial reaction to that is uh but thinking about the words you said makes me go ooh.
1: yeah no it was very good yeah where are you guys at on soups yeah,
2: I, I, I dig on soup. Uh, I have a clear number one, like above and beyond all, all right. other soups. I love to the hear bro- it. The broccoli cheddar. Okay. The broccoli cheddar is top tier for me. It's just absolutely no competition. You get that with a, a good club sandwich. Oh, you get that soup and sandwich combo.
1: But which right. we are offering now, we're happy to say, at. at uh, club pretty neat podcast we are offering on sundays a soup and sandwich combo mm-hmm. if you bring in your winning six-pack ticket you get 5% off. <laughs> 5%, yeah, not five percent off five percent five percent packs <laughs> yeah yeah it's one 20th off <laughs> um i also it, here's the the counter to that though is a nice tomato bisque or if i have my way lobster bisque with a grilled cheese
0: yep oh so good, Jolly Holiday. Itch.
1: Get that combo tomato bisque with the grilled yeah. cheese, Jolly Holiday. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. or Stone Brewing, friend of the show, and something I'm you know a de facto investor in. Um, <laughs> in, in a sense, uh, they used to make their ruination cheddar, yeah, soup. Yeah, it was special to me.
0: Chicken enchilada is delicious. Uh I'm a French onion soup. That's guy. good stuff. Oh, it, it, French odd, onion?
2: Oddly, oddly asked, right? Love a soup. French onion.
0: Yeah. The the so, French the uh, French onion at Cafe Orleans uh at Disneyland with the mozzarella and the bread and pom frites. Yeah. To die for.
1: Just say French fries, but sure. Palm <laughs> um, <laughs> frites? Probably I trash. like I think it's funny that people do souping. You know about souping? No. Is that the s- s- sexual act? Souping? No, no, that's soaking. <laughs> soaking, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> do, do you not know what soaking is, Aaron? <laughs> okay.
3: <so> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should we tell him? You can yeah, Google right. it, I guess. Soaking is, I believe it's popular in the Mormon community, but I could be wrong about that. Uh, can you confirm right? I know you're not Mormon, but there's a lot of Mormons in this area.
2: There are a lot of Mormons in the area for some reason that that seems correct to say, yeah
1: so the the theory is sexual intercourse doesn't happen until there's friction so you you just you just put it in and let it sit there and you're soaking uh yeah that's that's disturbing yeah uh you should also look up docking if you really want to be upset. And yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I mean, you could.
2: (laughs) Yeah, soaking also is referred to as marinating or floating.
0: (laughs) Marinating? (laughs) Floating (laughs) says more about the wife than anything else.
1: Floating, yeah, I'm not into that. Floating, you you probably got to get looked at by a doctor at that point, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, this
2: (laughs) this internet source says that uh, reportedly used by some members of the uh, LDS church. Yeah there are other news sources are saying that it's it it's not being reported as a common practice
1: okay go ahead and look up docking for me yeah no thanks no no you're gonna hear it you gotta learn
0: uh i know what space docking is
2: actually um god is this right did i I (laughs) if that's your reaction yes uh-huh. it was exactly as i remembered it so yeah. docking is uh, is the act with uh two uncircumcised males where they where one will pull his uh, foreskin back and hold it while the the other gentleman <laughs> stretches his his open and outward foreskin as far as possible over the head and shaft of guy <laughs> uh, of of male number 1's penis <laughs>
0: What nope. a fantastic piece of information. <laughs> Dom, look up space docking. Is that different? Yes.
1: It, like like on Urban Dictionary?
0: Yes. All right. You can read that one.
1: All right, here we go. Um, no, this is a lot of NASA stuff. Yeah, just
2: look uh Space Docking Urban Dictionary. All
1: right, here we go. Oh wow! No, I'm not saying that. So it's it's
0: <laughs> say it, it say it for a three year old.
1: It's um
0: uh,
1: defecating <laughs> into a specific orifice on a woman. That's what I'll say. That's fucking gross. Why that would you? Shit. Wow, I love Urban Dictionary. It's they're they use it in a sentence is, uh, "Hey baby, want to try some space talking?" <laughs> <laughs> or here wow. you go, here you go. Last night, my best girl and I went to the country fair, and I space talked her inside the fun house. <laughs> <laughs> you could also use a, a frozen chocolate covered banana. <laughs> oh, <God.
3: laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> me, me and my Jew bro went space talking last night st-
3: st-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man good times yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that's a lot
1: uh. <laughs> space talking twenty twenty four. hey you
0: know I that message. That is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together. It, it, you know what? Islands <laughs> really does bring